Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this is J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Greetings, J-Rod Concerts family from a steaming hot Nashville, Tennessee. Man, it's hot. There's no breeze. You just step outside to walk the dog and it's just, it's really hot. But counting our blessings, we have live music. We have you guys, our listening audience. So always something to be grateful for. So hope everyone is doing okay and having a wonderful end of the summer. And one of the things we've been doing is we've been covering a lot of music festivals. And uh, last weekend, the weekend of August 19th, we went to Eau Claire, Wisconsin, our first time in the Badger State, and we covered a really unique music festival, and that is what this episode is about. Uh, our guests today are Lily May, her wonderful sister Scarlett, and Lizzie, all friends of our show, all amazing talents, and they were at Blue Ox Music Festival in Eau Claire. And that is the setting of today's episode. So we sat down with Lily May, who is, of course, Nashville music royalty, along with her family, Frank and Scarlett. Um, so we, we sit with Lily, we sit with Scarlett, we had a great talk. And then we also had a great chat with Lizzie, who you guys may remember, great friend of our show, lives in Iowa. They both rocked the stage. They had amazing sets. The people of Wisconsin were loving them. And we just had a great, great, great chat uh, with each of them. And uh, yeah, Blue Ox Music Festival, guys. Let me tell you about it because it's a really special place. And it's a place that you all should consider visiting next summer. Uh, it was founded in 2015. And in the vision is an intimate bluegrass and Americana experience. Both the festival and campgrounds are family-owned, and they're operated with a team of, of over 30 years of experience. So the, what sets this place apart, this festival apart, is the energy. It's really fan-centric. You see kids with bubbles. Uh, you know, th there's incredible, unique experiences like the Soul Sanctuary, you know, wellness tents with yoga. There's instrument workshops to learn how to play, you know, traditional string, in, you know, instruments. Uh, there's late-night sets. Uh, in, in little stages around the woods, uh, amazing food, amazing beer, breweries, uh, art installations, just a really, really, really great music festival, guys. We were so honored to go and check it out. Make sure to check out the website blueoxmusicfestival.com. Uh, a huge shout out to the people of Eau Claire and uh, the people of the festival, specifically Karen Wells Burlander. Thank you. We love you. Thank you for having us over. You're a wonderful spirit. You're a wonderful soul. And without further ado, guys, let's get on with it. A special Blue Ox Music Festival episode featuring Lily Mae, Scarlett, her sister, and the wonderful Lizzie. Let's rock and roll. So guys, so excited to be joined by Scarlett and Lily. Thank How you. are you guys? Thank you. It's so great well, to well. see you, both of you. Thank you. Thank 
you. Well, to meet you, Scarlett, because I yes. had not formally met you. Yes, it's very Obviously, nice to meet you, you know, as well. you, your role in, in, in music in Nashville is well known, but, but Lily is a musical trailblazer. We love her. We, you know, we're a big fans. So. Thank you so much. So we are coming to you from um, a festival in Wisconsin. So Lily, let me ask you this. I mean, you've been traveling your whole life. At, at this point, like, does it even like, is it almost like a blur? Like, like is the world a blur and you're just like on a bus, like, and you just like stop from place to place? <laughs> we do not have a bus yet. Okay. We are... <laughs> um, um, hopefully we get a bus. I'd rather have a bus than a plane. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, we we grew up doing it, Scarlet, and I have been in a family band since I was age three. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, like that's like we're definitely comfortable. We're so comfortable on the road. For sure. But um, I mean, is it a blur? I mean, this this particular tour is really exciting because since the pandemic, we have like yeah. almost done. You know, we've almost been in Nashville like steady for a year and a half. Sure. So this isn't so much a blur. It's more like really fun and exciting yeah, and taking in like being really thankful to be out here and playing live exactly. and really thankful that a lot of the shows are outdoors like oh, it's perfect exactly. yeah and Scarlett let me ask you this uh, yeah. I mean you guys are obviously siblings and you've played your whole life but when, when you think about some siblings like 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 the, the Oasis brothers or the Black Crows when they broke up man you sometimes want to get these people that are so talented and be like guys why can't you guys just get along and make good music <laughs> Like, and you guys have great, great chemistry amongst each other. You guys love each other. I would send them to family therapy. <laughs> yeah, What's the so secret? What's it? Yeah. I mean, if you're asking me, I would say, yeah. like, you know, if you can't all go to a therapist's office together and work through it to bring it back to music and love, then yeah. talk, like, work on your own communication skills and bring it back. Yeah. You know, we've, I mean, we've split up in our band in the past and stuff. And then, like, but we always, like, can talk, can talk and work through it. It's hard. Yeah. It's been hard. Like I'm sure a lot of families suffer, but like with not being able to, you know, bring it back to like how they feel in their hearts, sure. which is love. I always I'm think sure. about that because like Oasis is our one of our guitar players' favorite band. Right. And hearing you know hearing him always play those songs and stuff, and then so I only knew their music through him, and. It's devastating. It's like the two of them play and they're not friends it is at like all. Devastating. You're right. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. And so I always think about that. I'm like, United is is so powerful. Exactly. And on your own, it's just like, eh, whatever. I, I mean, I don't mean to diss anybody on their own, but it's like, when you unite, you're so much stronger. Yeah, you get some special magic when you play as, as siblings, for sure. I would be absolutely gutted if my family wouldn't play music with me yeah. it would be i mean there wouldn't i would probably feel like it was the end of the world for sure it would be gutting it'd be wrenching that's your center that's your values yeah. absolutely and it's like there it's just it's so important I love it. it's so important i, love it. I mean and definitely I go on like some retreat speaking of finding yourself again lily let me ask you about 2020 because Obviously, you know, we asked this question a lot last year, but I think with you guys, it has like more interesting, which is like, you literally, you literally have been like almost out of the womb touring your whole life. Yes. So how was that like stop for you, for you guys? I mean, like, cause it really was like something different, something you guys were not accustomed to. Honestly, I, my views on it mm -hmm. were, well, the whole world is shutting down. Everybody is 
like all every musician I knew, like everyone under the sun was like, okay, Facebook Live and we're like playing for tips, everyone. And it was like, wait a minute, everybody, like everybody, not just musicians are suffering, everyone is suffering. And it was like, health is more important. It was like, hey, yeah. you know, we were all, I think we were all okay to take a pause because it was, it was necessary for humanity. But that. like, um, like it was cool for me. Like we dope Frank, Frank, brother Frank and yeah. me, like we did separate gardens, but we like dove into gardening, nice. which is like, we're totally into our family is very into gardening and stuff. right? Like gardening. <clears throat> well, sure. I'm I'm not great with it like that. I just like <laughs> like the outcome. I'm just like, give me tomato, give me tomatilla. <laughs> like it was so fun, but like we don't get to do that the whole time because we because we do ha live really busy lives. Cool. We have yeah. packed packed schedules, and so the gardening and stuff comes later. But like I also had a, an ex especially awesome pandemic experience because my old dog who she has now passed away yeah i got to thank you so much i got to spend the last year plus with her in yeah. in her final year in her final year That's and a half and like it was um, it was amazing it was it was so awesome and i i would have been just heartbroken if we'd have been touring the whole time and then i didn't get to spend that time with her it was so okay. needed lily had had her it's cherry pie and lily had had her since she since her 16th birthday oh. and yeah Great, yeah, she was an amazing dog. And I, I got her on my 16th birthday, and she passed away right before my 30th birthday. Oh, so it was like we almost, fire. yeah, totally. Look at, she fixed it. Perfect. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> there was some, some earrings here. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's thousands of people expecting you here. Friday night headlining set. But so, so, so before letting you go, let me ask you guys this, and let me start with you. How? Are you guys different today as we sit here in summer of 2021 from the, the same version of yourselves in 2019? What did you shed? What do you no longer carry with you? I shed a few pounds, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I really like um, yeah, it. I think I shed a lot of anxiety. Absolutely. A lot of, um, a lot of like future, like fear of the future, not like so much like just like when you think like, oh, what if, you know, what if I, like I have a four-year-old daughter and spending time with her has been amazing. I stayed home with her. I'm so thankful for every bit of time I got to spend with her. And I could see myself two years ago thinking like, you know, fear of like, oh, what if I need to go out on tour and be away from her for a month or another month? And like, just really, just letting go of the anxiety, like what happens, happens and everything is going to turn out the way it is supposed to. Yeah. Like to everything universe. is as it should be. I quit smoking in the beginning of the pandemic. So, yeah. of course, yeah. of fucking course. Yeah. And I had a couple of cigarettes since then. Like, and also I carry an emergency pack with me just in case, cause I don't, cause I do have anxiety and I don't want to freak out if I want it now. Yeah. I want to be able to have one, but I don't need one. So I'm not even going to have one, you know, That's but like I shed That's that, awesome. which I think a lot of anxiety was wrapped around that. Okay. Honestly, cool. but also, loads of that you know like oh we didn't see a stop coming ever cool. and like <clears throat> although we grew up really religious we had a very religious upbringing and like oh my gosh i know this is one of my favorite songs Aww, that they're performing right now that's so cool Aww. Aww. 
wow um <laughs> yeah but like yeah losing a lot of anxiety of the future you know like and also like i had like okay a whole shift of team record label not with third man records anymore yeah shift of management, shift right. of booking. Right. Like I had so much anxiety wrapped up in the team that I was, you know, that I was with and in the future with all that. And it's all anxiety. Naturally. Fear. Totally. It's That's naturally so working itself out and here we are at a beautiful festival and we're still playing and wow. there's nothing to be scared you of. You guys have a really great energy about you right now. Like it's just like I mean I've never met you before but like your energy has always been like just like at peace with like the elements and so you guys seem like you let go of that fear of that and you're actually embracing that uncertainty in the universe. So guys, thank you so much for joining. Yeah, great seeing you. Awesome. Lizzie Morris. Yes, hello. How are you? Finally in person. It's so great to finally connect in person. Absolutely. I know. We're sitting in the woods here in Wisconsin. Yep beautiful Midwest. I know. It's like I was telling you, I now realize why you made this move. It's just something to that, to that very special. Yeah, you were like ahead of the curve. Absolutely. Well, and also I, so I grew up in Illinois uh, right. slash like kind of Iowa. So I think, you know, also when it's what you're used to, you have a fondness for it. Definitely. And how has the uh, second half of your summer been, Lucy? It's been good. Yeah, we spoke, I guess, was that like in June and then um, I'd say like it's just been busy and I don't know if that's just because last the last year and a half have been so calm and like yeah. uneventful um, that it but it feels busier than ever I've had a lot of like company a lot of people have visited me nice. I've, I've uh, went to see my family I uh, went to Los Angeles to work on the record so it's yeah. been quite busy and then between the garden and I've got this popcorn company thing I'm working on and we're trying to buy a building and oh my god um, that's so amazing a lot of yeah a lot of things a lot of balls in the air as they say so but it's been really good so you're gonna have your own popcorn company is that what's happening well, that's we are, genius we have, we have the popcorn company but um, we don't have the like capacity to really make enough product so okay. the product we do make we sell locally and it sells out every week but um, what's the name it's called Ots Pops okay. in Indie Pop and so every that. kind of, every flavor, bag, bag of flavored bag is a kind of pop music. Oh my music. God, that's amazing. So we've Can dreamed, you get it online? Uh, I put some online and we sold out like 200 bags like pretty quickly, but it took us like, it takes us a really long time to make it. So we're in the process of trying to see if we can like, we're buying a building and we're going to invest in some equipment and a kitchen, like build a kitchen. And Spiritual entrepreneur. I, I don't know. Yeah. Thing, well, man. awesome. But each flavor, you know, so we have dream pop and folk pop right now, and then we're working on country pop and classic pop, and then we'll do K-pop and power pop. And so we have all these flavors that we're like developing. And Unbelievable. Yeah, so it's been, that's been fun, but you know, and I'm also working on a new album and I'm trying to keep the farm, everything kind of, yeah, a lot of under pets. control. Yeah, a lot of different yeah, things yeah, going yeah, on okay. and trying to have some fun. And I, I feel know. like you'll, you have fun with everything. Oh, well, you're, you're right? kind. I think, no. No, I mean, half the time I do and half the time I'm grumpy, but <laughs> you don't see that you side. You don't see that. <laughs> yeah. So, Lizzie, today, uh, when we're recording this, mm -hmm. is the release of the 10th anniversary edition of uh, Catching a That's Tiger. Today. Today, today is like the, it's, it's a big, it it's, had been delayed, but yeah, today's the day, the anniversary edition yeah, of Catching a Tiger I'm is here, there's actually some CDs and t-shirts at amazing. the merch stand, I hadn't even seen the CDs. So congratulations, first Thank of you. all, because it's, it's like a 10 year, like, I guess, wedding anniversary, it's like yeah. a milestone, it's a special well, record. It's like the 10 year anniversary, but it's really the 11 year and three month anniversary because oh, of COVID and vinyl production delays. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
so yeah, everything got a little shifted. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's been such a long time coming. Like I'm like, oh yeah, that comes out, that came out today. So yeah. I got to be sure and let people know about that. Um, Man, that record is just gets better with time. Oh, thank you. You know, it's like it's like you do the Joshua Tree. It's like that. You know what I mean? It's just like it's timeless. Well, that's very very high praise. I appreciate no, that. Absolutely. I mean, I'm proud of it, and I'm also just grateful to it because it's like really the album that kicked off my career and gave me like you know kind of a foot a foot in the door so that I could start kind of accumulating shows under my belt and yeah. honing my craft and, and meeting at making an audience for myself that stuck with me and totally, so forth so totally. it's like a relaxed interview but I just want to ask you one question that is fascinates me and it's the chapter when you moved to Paris in 2003 okay. when you lived abroad yeah because I feel like that is such a big part of who you become became to a degree to yeah. a degree well, it was I, I did a semester abroad, a semester abroad and it was okay. my junior year, first semester of my junior year, and so I I'd taken French, so I went to Paris, and I think it was a, a turning point for me because I think once I got into this big city where pre-smartphone, you know, sure. I was able to really like navigate this city, which I grew up in kind of a small city, so it was very foreign to me in many ways, and I think just being able to go there and I met people and I played music while I was there and I felt like I was brave and I took risks and I yeah. put myself out there and I tried things that were scary that I think that sort of showed me like okay I turned 21 there like I'm an adult now right. and rather than going back to college actually I decided to drop out of college after Paris yeah. and move to Los Angeles to pursue uh -huh. music so it was kind of a formative kind of time, time a shifting time yeah okay I'll leave you with this question you're about to hit the stage Friday night main stage people like are really excited to see you what is your like how do you get into state to get into stage you yeah. know what i mean because i remember i saw the guys from green day once in new jersey like i saw them before and they started like punching each other like frat boys you know so i've seen everything oh, yeah. what's your like what, what's your uh your 30 minutes before basically yeah well i i mean it's funny because i this is like such a big thing to be doing after you know nearly two years since we we had done it you know so um I, I feel slightly rusty, but I'd say like a big thing for me is I like to have like, if I can get an hour before stage time yeah. of just kind of um, not really needing to talk or do anything, you know, and yeah. then I, I always brush my teeth. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that like, refreshes me. And then yeah. I like to about 30 minutes before stage, I usually have like a glass of red wine, um, you know, put on a little makeup. Um, I'm about to go like cool off in this, uh, trailer and yeah just kind of warm up my voice try to loosen up a little bit um, I'm gonna probably need to re practice a little bit sure. and yeah just what kind of it? get get into like the zone and you know today we're camping and we're this is sort of becoming like a so band social event as well so I think like I, I can get like really frazzled so I just I need like some me focused me time yeah. pre-performance um, so that I feel like focused yeah Love it. yeah so. Lizzie Morris. <laughs> You've said it all for today. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, such a pleasure. Always, dude. I'm glad that we're here. Yeah, we're excited so. to see your show. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.